The Cloudcast is sponsored by Intel Cloud for All, driving the creation of tens of thousands of clouds. Cloudcast Media presents from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delp and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, where we are, and welcome to another episode of the Cloudcast. We're coming to you live from DockerCon here in Barcelona. Uh, first of all, huge thanks to the Docker folks for having us as a media sponsor at the event. Um, and this is kind of one of those hot off the presses kind of kinds of things. We we actually have uh, the the Tutum team, if you will, right? I'm actually going to let you guys introduce yourselves so I don't put your names. I apologize, um, but but. Really, what we wanted to kind of dig into here is is very recent acquisition, probably what four weeks at this point. That's all right, and and really kind of figure out you know a little bit of the the jigsaw puzzle pieces and where everything fits in. So, if you guys don't mind, quick introduction. All right, I'll start. Uh, my name is Borja. I'm the ex CEO <laughs> and one of the two co-founders of Turum. Um, yeah, and my name is Fernando. I'm the CTO, well, ex-CTO and ex-co-founder of Tutum. Well, you're still a co-founder. Yeah, right. You get to keep the co-founder. Yeah, you're, you're grandfathered into the co-founder title, right. without a doubt. <laughs> so so let, let's just start, kind of start at the start. Um, a little bit of background on why the company and and the roots of the company, and then we'll kind of worry about Docker and everything else afterwards. But, but you know, what was the kind of use case you guys really tried to... to found here and start and then yeah you guys you mentioned before you hit record you know you've been to all the docker cons so you've obviously been in the Sika system for a while so tell us a little bit about that absolutely so i like to start from the very beginning right you think about docker being unveiled to the world uh, march of 2013 uh, we first learned about docker in june of that same year so very early days and we started working with it that summer and had a, a product up and running for a private beta uh, in the fall of 2013. So these were the days before anybody had really heard of, of Docker, uh, when Docker was still run by a company called .cloud, mm-hmm. and when that team, I think, had 15 people or so. Uh, we got to meet the Docker team, in, uh, the .cloud team back then. Um, I think 15, 20 people, we got to meet them um, come December of 2013. And really the reason why we started was we saw a gap between traditional platform as a service, think Heroku type services, and infrastructure as a service, think the Amazon type web services, right? And that gap was that uh, with Pass, uh, developers were given a lot of um, simplicity, but they were lacking uh, all the flexibility. They had they were given a lot of constraints. Your application has to look like this. It has to fix the, uh, fit in this box. Uh, on the other hand, infrastructure as a service, the Amazons of the world, uh, there was a lot of flexibility, a lot of control, uh, but that came with a huge management overhead. There was no simplicity whatsoever. What we saw in containers was a, a sweet spot right in the middle that said, hey, you know, anything inside the container is yours. So you keep all that flexibility, but then we can build a platform around that container that provides the simplicity to really scale, move around, deploy, redeploys, and the uh, rollbacks, so provide all these features to your application that are traditionally very uh, hard to implement on an infrastructure. Yeah. And and what so the the biggest thing was, I would say, was it, so. And I apologize because the days really are running together. Was it yesterday's keynote or today's keynote where you did the demo? 
It was today. This morning. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't ask you guys either, right? <laughs> um, but but so it was it was really fascinating. Yeah, I really keyed on that as a kind of an ex operations guy. Uh, without a doubt, the 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 idea of of really rolling things out and the ability to kind of you know stage rollouts and all of that. It's so I would encourage everyone if you if you haven't seen the keynote, um, definitely at least go back and take a look at the demo without a doubt because I thought it was very well done and, and very educational. Like you. from the operation side of the yes. house, without a doubt. Um, so, so then I guess maybe let's let's move on slightly a little bit and, and say, you know, why Docker, right? What 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 brought you to where you guys are now? So, um, so as Borja said, uh, Borja gave us uh, Borja. Docker gave us the the technology that we could use to provide um, simple yet flexible service to provide applications. So, uh, we started being a hosting service, actually. Um, we started um, running the containers ourselves, charging per time. Mm-hmm. Um, we moved away from that um, architecture because... Really kind of similar the way the dot cloud spun off Docker. Right, and, yeah. right. right. We, we were a true container service. We were hosting containers around infrastructure, and we said, you know, that's great. We don't want to be in the infrastructure business. Let's move out of that and let people bring their own infrastructure. Right. There were some security concerns mm-hmm. about that. Sure. Uh, we made an implementation of username spaces back then. That was like a year and a half ago mm-hmm. um, in order to support that model. Uh, but then, you know, it could go out of control. So we said, okay, we are going to use the same technology, but we are going to let people bring their own infrastructure uh, and we provide the management service uh, okay. on top of that. Okay. So w- w- one of the things that uh, Docker really provided us with was a black box. Mm-hmm. It was a box where we didn't have to pick inside, but we were able to, and Fernando always uses this analogy, is plug in the power, plug in the internet, uh, network access, uh, put a storage on it, and sort of just make sure that it runs without having to understand what it's doing inside. Uh, that was very powerful, and that was something that didn't exist or didn't exist and we didn't have access to it easily, uh, before Docker was created. So that's why we bet on this technology. Sure. And it makes sense. And and again, the operational aspects, so to kind of review the keynote just slightly, um, it was an application running across not just multiple data centers, but, but uh, you know, if I remember one one set running in AWS, one set running on-prem, on, on Right. Um, and then kind of doing a, you know, failing one and scaling up the other side to compensate and a lot, and, and as well as an upgrade kind of thing. So all of those things that the operation people kind of tend to shy away from if possible <laughs> at times, right? They, they, it gets a little scary um, or, or gets very complex. Right. And I think that's why Docker is, is so powerful is because it, um, it flattens the technology. It doesn't matter if you're running on AWS or DigitalOcean. It looks the same. It's memory, CPU, network. And then um, Docker provides that portability that people um, can use to, you know, um, to move between providers, move between regions, and that's what we leverage yep. uh, to provide those capabilities uh, into them. And and kind of putting all the pieces together, is it fair to say then that the long-term goal is it will run above the Docker universal control plane and almost be a kind of manager of managers or, or you know, an operations aspect over a, a lot of the different runtime environments? Is that the, I think that, the that's long-term a, that's plan? That's a fair statement, absolutely. So if you look at what the universal control plane is doing, they're really building the core ops technology, right? More of a bottom-up approach. And we them building more of a top-down approach. And absolutely, there will be a place where they meet and leveraging a lot of the technology and the tools that uh, this uh, universal control plane is uh, bringing to users bringing that into the touring world makes absolute sense as 
similarly bringing the Turum side of the features into the, the universal control plane world. Um, it's just a, a sort of a, the sweet spot of, of both technologies kind of coming together. Yeah. yeah, so the plan is to evolve Tutum now that we are part of Docker, uh, to use more Docker native tools. So use Swarm, uh, use their Lean network, uh, over Lean network, um, and that's what uh, Universal Control Plane is doing. So we are going to be replacing uh, backend uh, components of Tutum to be using those, and we will focus on the more SaaS features, end-to-end um, workflows. Good, fantastic. And so tell us a little bit about the state of, of Tutum today. Is it? it it's not generally available correct or or is it as of today or what what was kind of announced today um early access right. is that what it was uh, that's right so we've been running a public beta for some time now uh, the last few months have actually the team we've spent just working on stability uh, making sure that the service is performant um onwards to getting to general availability today at DockerCon we announced early access which means that those people, and we have a number of customers that are already using Turum in production, despite it not being generally available, uh, can now actually sign up for early access and support. Uh, that will help us get ready uh, for general availability coming very soon. Fantastic. Great. Um, I think that will about do it for, for today. I think we're out of time for now. Um, where can everyone um, follow the both of you, find out more about both the product and, and kind of follow everything going forward? So you can check out Turum uh, at turum.co.co, uh, sign up for an account and, and try it out. Um, you can follow ourselves uh, in Twitter. Um, at Turum Cloud. Twitter at account. Turum Clouds by the easiest. Uh, our personal handles are not that easy. Uh, <laughs> I'll put them in the show notes, though. I'll dig them up and put them in the show notes. All right. Notes. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's, I guess that's... That's about enough following for for both of us. Fantastic. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for your time today, and uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Take care. Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos, and everything social media. 